0: Welcome everyone to the Gold Digger Girls podcast where we talk about crushing your goals and creating the life of your dreams. I'm Kimberly Golson your host and today I have a special guest for you guys and I'm so excited about it because this sweet lady agreed to do an interview with me and it's my first podcast interview so this will always have a special place in my heart. So I want to read her bio really quick just so I can make sure you guys know how incredible and amazing she is and then we'll get her on here. So Kay Hillman is an Atlanta-based photographer blogger, and social media manager. She is the founder of She's a Creative, which is a community of female creatives that want to dominate as a creative entrepreneur. Her lifestyle blog, Mrs. K. H., is a blog that shares her life as a creative entrepreneur through events, goal sharing, mental health, travel, and inspiration. Kay is passionate about educating and supporting female creatives in their entrepreneurial journey. She is a multi-passionate creative that is always working on a new project, and ready to collaborate with others. Kay believes in being consistent and hopes to show others that being an entrepreneur is worth the risk. Welcome, Kay, to the podcast. And I forgot to tell you, my middle name is Kay, and it's K-A-Y. So we have that in common.
1: <laughs> oh my goodness, that is so funny. I love that. Well, I'm so happy to be on here. This is really exciting. This is actually my first um, interview, like being interviewed. I, I interview other people, but I've never been interviewed. So this is brilliant.
0: oh, perfect. <laughs> awesome. Okay, good. Well, then we can just be casual about it. And I even tell my listeners that I typically don't even write out notes for the podcast because I always try to teach on topics that I know. Intimately, but I want it to be more just really off the cuff and just a way for them to get to know me in a different way than my more organized webinars and trainings and things like that that I do on Facebook So that'll be great a great environment for both of us. So to yes. start, Tell us how the heck you became this amazing creative entrepreneur because my audience They're all boss babes, girl bosses trying to do their side hustle and turn it into something full time or be able to contribute to their family's bottom line. Tell us a little bit about what got you to
1: where you are now. Um, so my journey has been definitely an interesting one. My family, everyone in my family, they're pretty much entrepreneurs. So I was kind of raised around that. But my chosen path in life was supposed to be a doctor. So I was a biology major. I went to med school. I actually went. Um, and then I completely hated it. And it was horrible. <laughs> and so, I dropped out. Like most people like are like are you crazy you dropped out of med school? I totally did and it was it was worth it. Um so I dropped out of school and um I came back um so I actually went overseas to go to med school and so I came back and I went to grad school for biology and um I was just I still was not feeling it. So I dropped out again. So <laughs> two times in a row I dropped out of school which is probably not the best advice in the world for somebody but um, it's also something for me that I always say you have to follow your passions and you have to do what you love despite what other people say um, mm-hmm. and I think so often growing up especially you know in, in this day and age you know we're told like you have to go to school to get a good job to you know do x y and z well that's simply not the truth there are a lot of people out here you know myself included who are you know building these profitable businesses online and yes going to school definitely taught me things that have helped me but um, you know it's not the end-all be-all you know if you are battling between you know feeling like you have to go to school versus, you know, doing something you actually want to pursue. I definitely suggest, you know, at least try your hand at school. You never know, you may like it, but you know, if it doesn't work out, just know that like whatever your passion is, there is going to, you're going to be able to find money in it. So, you know, starving artists, that's like a thing of the past. I like, don't <laughs> just, don't get caught yeah. up in that hype, you know, cause it's just, it's not real, you know, it's not real. So it's that's exactly kind of what got me here today. Yeah. <laughs>
0: that's so cool. So I love that because I don't put it all on LinkedIn or my resume, but I have done a lot of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I have done a lot of different jobs. And even while trying to get that next job, you know, just random side jobs or independent contract work and just trying to figure out where I can show up in the world, but be aligned with who I am and what I have to offer and just really feel like I'm serving a purpose and helping people. Cause I, I remember when I launched my Fit Kim blog, I would create these programs that I thought were awesome and no one would buy them. And I was so confused by that. And I think really honing on and honing in and just exploring is what I'm kind of hearing you saying, but exploring what makes you happy and fulfilled, but making sure that you are fulfilling a need in the market and that way you're rewarded financially. It's kind of like you have yes. that component.
1: Yeah. Exactly. That's exactly what I was thinking. like. Like I couldn't have said that better. And mm-hmm. I really think that, um, a lot of times you do have to try a lot of different things before you figure out what actually works and what actually aligns with, you know, your purpose, what you're called to do and what you're good at. So um, a lot of people feel like, oh, you know, like niching down. I'm a huge proponent of niching down, but I also understand that you might have to try a few things before you figure out what your niche is and how you can actually, you know, dominate basically your market and where and where you are, you know, because everybody's bringing something different and valuable to the table. So, you know, the only way you can do that is really, like you said, by trying, you know, and some things may not work out, but you're going to learn something from, you know, that that process of trying. It
0: out, yeah. So, with the trying a lot of different things, obviously, I agree because I have. But, <laughs> what about <laughs> one of the things I've noticed though is that I get a lot of people who will message me and say, Should I, you know, I don't know if this is the right thing for me, should I quit? And it's more coming from a lack of confidence because I'll say, Well, do you love it? Like, do you love the opportunity in the industry you're in and the products and services? So, I try to get to that, but can you talk a little bit about? being able to identify when you're quitting because you're giving up or when you're quitting because you need to, you're done with that. Like you need to go find something else. Cause that's not the, a right fit for you. Have you noticed that in yourself? Yes.
1: Oh my goodness. So I actually have a story that explains that very well. Mm. And I'm not hundred percent sure um, who I was talking to that told me this story. But anyway, basically there was a girl who, um, she was like, she was a gymnast and, um, she, you know for some reason she didn't win a competition that she was in she didn't win and um she told her mom that she was going to quit she didn't want to do gymnastics anymore and her mom was like okay you can quit but not today and so the girl went back she started training you know and everything like that and the next contest she won and so her mom said okay we are going to you know um unenroll you from gymnastics and all that kind of stuff and the girl was like wait what and she was like well you said you wanted to quit right and the girl was like no i don't want to quit and and that story to me, like, like it's teaching you that you shouldn't quit on your worst day, you know, oh, you that's Quit awesome. on a good day. Yeah. Yeah. You quit on a good day. So if you can walk away from something at the height of your career or at the height of, you know, doing something well, then that's when you know that you're giving up, you know, in in the right way, but you shouldn't give up just because, oh, it didn't work out today. There are going to be a lot of bad days in entrepreneurship. Like (laughs) you're going to hear a lot of no's. People Mm -hmm. are not going to buy your product. You know, someone's going to criticize you about something that's going to always happen and those are the times that you push through, you know, because at the end of the day, the people that are successful are the ones that kept pushing despite all the obstacles they had to overcome, despite people not buying their stuff the first thousand times they put it out. Um that cleaning product 409, that the name of it came because they had 408 failed um recipes for the cleaning solution. And the 409th one was the one that worked. So it's just like you cannot quit on that just I just want everyone to know, don't quit on the bad day. quit when quit on a good day. you know And really, you're not going to quit. And so for me it's not about quitting. It's about pivoting your vision. So at the beginning of the year, I had a, a certain vision for one of my businesses and now it's September, you know, and my, my idea for it has pivoted. It didn't mean that I quit or gave up on it. It just means that I allowed myself to go in a different direction. I allowed my, you know, ideas to mature and to manifest themselves into what I was actually good with and what actually aligned with me. So I don't know if that answered the question, but <laughs>
0: yeah, that's awesome. There's so many nuggets there. Yeah. So the pivoting. So one thing with not one thing, but one of the challenges with social media is that there's so many ideas of how you can grow your business. Yes. And I'm very, I get, I'm type A. So if I have, if I think to myself, okay, I'm going to master Instagram, I'm all in like, that's what I'm obsessed with. But what a lot of people come to me, or I've even noticed where we're learning tools that we just went to this uh, conference this past week in DC, and there's so many tools and ideas and different things. And so these girls who are maybe trying to build on Facebook, now they're saying to me, okay, I need to do an in-person event. How do I build locally? So they're just like, instead of getting the, the Facebook going, now they're jumping to something else. So I think that's a little different than pivoting. So can you talk about How you handle that, you know, because it's in front of all of us. There's just so many different things. How have you been able to navigate through all the different options and things in front of us to be able to still stay the course, but pivot, as you said, which I really like that terminology. Tell us a little bit about that.
1: Yes. So like you said, with social media, (laughs) it's insane, like how many ideas get thrown at you and how, you know, you might want to try something just because you see it's working for someone else. But um, for me, and the way that I'm able to navigate this is that I don't play and I don't subscribe to the comparison game. Um, Mm -hmm. Just because, you know, there are other people out there that are running their businesses, you know, in person doesn't mean that that's going to work for me. Now, I will say that Um, social media is such a great tool, but I think that you can also really grow very well if you, you know, take it off social media, but what I, but to just kind of bring this all together, I like to tell people, and I do this myself, pick one thing and focus on it, you know, and, and really dominate that. There's nothing wrong with adding new things or, you know, um, taking on a new idea, like, Hey, you know, you might want to do, um, start doing webinars or something like you're on instagram and now you want to start doing webinars and that's okay you can you can definitely um pivot into that kind of you know idea but if you focus on more than one thing you're really not focusing because you can't you can't (laughs) multitask like that that's not a real thing um people just like to say that so um it's it's actually you're dividing your attention in multiple directions so if you are trying to learn how to do something else then perhaps what you were originally focusing on is going to suffer. So what I try to do is if I'm going to try something new, like let's like in- Instagram is my jam. If
0: mm-hmm. I'm going to
1: decide to try something new, I'm going to plan out my Instagram far ahead so that that does not fall behind and in the cracks. Because one thing that happens to a lot of people is that okay, I do Instagram really well. And then I start doing webinars. Well, now all of a sudden Instagram starts struggling and I'm blaming it on the webinars. Well, that's not the truth. Like the truth (laughs) is, you know, you didn't didn't schedule properly. And so now nothing is getting done. So um, I think that just realizing like what your strengths are and then adding things as you know, you're prepared to grow. And it's, it's kind of hard to understand because people want to do everything, but like the truth is, is is that when you're adding new things to your business, when you're adding new things to your life or just however you're doing it, you have to make sure you set everything up that's going well for you. You have to set it up in advance instead of just kind of jumping ship and like, okay, you know, now this is, there's this new thing and I'm going to try this out. Like, no. <laughs> slow down and focus, you know, on that one thing that you're doing really well and maximize that. Get that set up and working on autopilot. You know, like that that's the beauty of us having our businesses online is that we can do a lot of things kind of on autopilot. So spend that time and and plan out, you know, your content over here, you know, the way it needs to be planned out to last you maybe a month so that now this month you can focus on that new thing that you're interested in learning. So it's a little difficult (laughs) and I definitely don't suggest it until people are much further along, but wow,
0: that I can't believe you plan your content out that far. I, I (laughs) like my workshops and bootcamps and themes, you know, but I can't, I want to be like you when I grow up. So (laughs) with that being said, when you think about how you run your day, because I feel those that master their schedule are the rock stars and clearly you're a rock star. And even if people stay at home and they're saying, you know, I have the time to do it, and I built this business, you know, nights and weekends when I started. But how do you go about your day as far as balancing everything? Because there are a lot of components to being an entrepreneur. How do, you, how do you balance everything and make sure you're being effective? Like, how do you do that?
1: So one thing I do want to say is that um, for those of you who – are staying at home and you, you know, everyone's like, oh, you know, or you feel like I have the time. I'm just going to give you permission to say like, okay, you actually don't have the time. Like just because we're at home doesn't mean that we have the time (laughs) to do things because there are kids, you know, there are husbands who are basically glorified children. Um, (laughs) There are pets, there are all kinds of things that will take up your time now that you're working from home. So, um, so that, that's one thing you have to give yourself a little bit of grace with that. Mm -hmm. Um, and so the way that I've learned to balance my schedule has really been doing things when I have the energy. So I am not a morning person at all. I do not like (laughs) mornings just do not work for me. And so I try very hard not to schedule anything that requires me to be creative or, um, you know anything that requires me to really you know plan things out and think i'll usually do meetings in the mornings because meetings are usually boring anyway <laughs> let's just be yeah. honest <laughs> yeah they are you know and and so i'll do things like that in the morning where it's like okay mundane you know we're just catching up um and then my real creative time happens in the um in the evening and in the afternoon um and so figuring out what parts of your day you're most productive and using that time to, um, to maximize whatever it is that you need to do. So I know like I used, I, I've done network marketing and I'm still in network marketing. Um, oh, and so, I didn't know that. that's yeah, awesome. yeah. <laughs> yeah, I totally am. So like, but that's why this really like um, resonated with me a lot, yeah. and so um, for me, I love talking to people Um, honestly, in the evenings and um, right before like 9 p.m. Because a lot of people have put their kids down, you know, um, and and things like that. So it it works with their schedule pretty well. And it works with when I am in my, what I like to call my zone of genius. So just figuring out the times of your day that are like really good for you and planning your hours around that. Um, Fortunate, I mean, I guess like fortunately for me, because I know a lot of people do have kids and stuff. I don't have any kids yet. So I don't have to balance my time around that. But I do have friends that have had to do, you know, balance around having you know kids and different kind of pickups and and everything and i would just suggest um in those instances um you know it's easy and it's great for people to say like oh wake up an hour early or like but (laughs) the reality is that if you wake up an hour early just your luck a kid is going to wake up an hour early and then (laughs) you're still not going to have the time that you thought you're going to have so um
0: it's so true
1: yeah yeah so So i just yeah i want to encourage those women to you know if you have like a lunch break you know because some people are still working their nine to five so if you have a lunch break you know obviously you can't do your whole, your whole lunch break because you have to eat, but you know, maybe one or two calls, you know, in that, in in your lunch break, or, you know, if you have another break during your day and you can do a couple calls, but just kind of maximizing those small moments, um, that's going to really add up. Now for those lucky few that are stay at home and, you know, in in their business and they don't have to worry about as many different things and different moving parts, then I would go the route of, find whatever time works for you, you know, and it doesn't have to be, you know, eight hours a day because some people think they have to work eight hours a day and that's not true either. Um, So find a few hours a day that you have, maybe three or four that you can just sit down in a row and do things in bulk. So do the same tasks at the same time for whatever you need to do. So if that's, you know, reaching out to clients, then you'll reach out to those people at the same time. Don't, Don't try to switch tasks because it's going to waste time. So if you know you have to contact these 10 people, do it all in that three-hour block. If you have to create graphics or take pictures, do all that in the same block, and that'll help you kind of maximize your time and plan ahead, which I am all about planning ahead. So, but that's another conversation in itself. So.
0: Yeah, that will be our next podcast interview. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Including me. I'll be your, your best student. I loved how you said zone of genius, by the way. I think that's incredible. I've heard a different you know, descriptions of it. And I really like that a lot. And you know, it's interesting. I've always been a quote unquote morning person until I had children because <laughs> once, you know, especially my little one, she wakes up, you know, in the middle of the night or whatever. And like you said, they'll, they'll wake up, just go on the string of waking up super early when that was supposed to be your time. Yes. But what I learned is that, at, you know, I hang out with my husband, watch Netflix, whatever. And then he, he goes to bed early because he gets up so, so early to work or to work out. And so I realized there's this time at night from about 9 p.m., 9, 9, till whenever, you know, 11, 12 o'clock at night, where all my notifications would settle down. Messages would stop coming in on Messenger. And it was this quiet space. My whole house was sleeping. And even though I've always been a morning person, I retrained myself to become super creative and super productive where I can get literally a whole entire day's worth of work done in just a couple hours Yes, comparatively because during the day there's just so many interruptions and just life and all that stuff and so that worked for me after I figured that out I literally just my business exploded my productivity went through the roof the content I was putting out was so amazing and I felt like every day I knew I had that little oasis where before I was getting so frustrated because like you said you know you try to get up earlier in the morning or do whatever and I just felt like I was always falling short or not getting to my prospecting list or whatever and so once I figured out what worked for me in my life I stopped comparing like you said and I just really took the you know took advantage of that time and, and it became my little my little spot and so yes. I guess that's my zone of genius but oh my word it's the best the very best thing I've ever implemented since I started running businesses hands down
1: it's totally yeah I've, i like everything you were saying i'm just like yes 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 like i'm the exact same way like I, my husband i'm i'm telling you like i don't have kids but i feel like he's one and <laughs> and it's amazing <laughs> during the day all he wants to do is talk and you know he'll call me even though he knows I have meetings like you know all these different things happen but when he goes to bed it's like great I can get a couple hours of work done rock it out and keep on moving you know and yeah tomorrow you know so yeah and I and I think another thing is it's so unrealistic sometimes to tell people to wake up an hour earlier Right. people are usually waking up at six because they have kids or, you know, now you have to wake up at five. That's a little far-fetched when you have little ones, then all these different responsibilities. So I usually steer away from telling people to wake up earlier and just find those pockets of time. And like you, that's genius. And I think that might work for maybe a lot of other people in finding that time. That's like right there when everyone's gone to bed, you know, but before you get too tired to to function anymore. So,
0: yeah. Yeah. And it took some, it took some time, you know, to get to a point where I look forward to it. And I became very energized by it where of course most people are just exhausted by then but because of what it gave me in return it actually fueled me to want to do it and I yeah. slept like ever since then I sleep straight through the night I don't wake up at all I don't you know how you lay there you're worried and think about things I don't ever have that it's just peaceful peaceful sleep and then I yes. get up I'm ready to go so it really worked for me now since you are in direct sales too, um, I, let's finish with this question what would you say to people in direct sales as far as having more than one business? And I think you called it, did you call it multidimensional? How did you refer to that? But tell everybody a little bit about how you decided that you were going to not just have direct sales, but multiple businesses. Cause that's how I am too. I totally agree with that. And it's really helped me make my business exciting and something I can build on my time and not feel stressed about it. But tell us a little bit about your thoughts around that and your perspective and how you went about doing that.
1: Yes, yes. This is like one of my favorite things to talk about. So um, I call myself a multi-passionate creative. Um, and it's because there are a lot of different things that I have realized that I, I'm really good at and that I like to do, you know, like my zone of genius. <laughs> and so a lot of those <laughs> a lot of those things were kind of birthed out of my experiences in network marketing. Um, and so it, it just, it really works out really well. And I think um, a lot of network marketing is about personal development and you know, self-discovery. Um, and so I think it's a beautiful thing to experience and it's also something good to explore. So for me, um, as a result of being in direct sales, um, I realized I was a good photographer. And so from there, I've been doing photography. So um, that, that was birthed out of that. But, um, and, and so was like social media and different things. So when you learn these new skills, you are, an influencer you know as a mm-hmm. as a person in direct sales you become an influencer because you're influencing people to you know obviously buy this product or service that you actually believe in and that you're actually using um so why not leverage that you know in other areas that you are also equally as as good in or that you equally enjoy um and so i am a huge believer in you know just because you're in network marketing doesn't mean that you can't have your own business like first off that is a business in itself for one (laughs) but second off there are other you know businesses that you might birth out of that idea because now you've gained you know confidence or networking skills or people skills or whatever things that you've gained from you know this beautiful field of network marketing you can leverage that that into another business idea that you might have, um, and because you already have a market of people that you know um, love you, support you, know, like, and trust you, you know different things like that. Um, you're able to create something that's even more magical and people can see multiple dimensions of you because with network marketing, if you're doing it the right way, people fall in love with you, you know, not just your product or your service, they're falling in love with you. And so really anything that you kind of share, you're sharing from a very heartfelt and compassionate portion of you. We're, we're giving, we're helping people. We're not, you know, throwing what we have on them. You know, if you're doing it right, if you're doing it wrong, we need to talk guys, (laughs) but if you're doing it right, people are falling in love with your heart. And so, um, And so that's where I I like to talk about being multi-passionate because we're we're not just our product. We are our we are people, we are mother, Mm -hmm. you know, wife, sister, friend. We're all these things. And so wrapping that up in other businesses, like that, that's something that can be shared. And um you're you're building your influence already with network marketing. So the way that I've done it is it's become a part of what I do. So I take pictures of my my products. I take pictures of me. I'll take pictures of other people so people can see like, Oh, she's not just, you know, a direct salesperson. Like she is also a photographer. And sometimes that comes off a lot better to people than, than just thinking like, Oh, you know, she's trying to push this product down on me. Like, no, it's not just about the product. This product is great and <laughs> you should totally buy it. But you know, there are other aspects of me as well. And so, um, I really love kind of weaving those two things together. Um, and I think that ultimately, um, they work together, you know, because now you have your first product or service that you can offer in addition to whatever business model you might have. So it just really depends on what people are doing, but I love kind of mixing the two together. I think it's, hands down, one of the best things you could probably do as an entrepreneur.
0: I do too. I absolutely do. And especially branding yourself, like yours is mrskh.com, you know, and I think if I've seen people create their, and I'm laughing just because it, we all look back and we're like all the stuff we did when we started, but <laughs> creating their their Instagram names, their Facebook business pages off their company name, like it's a part yeah. of your name. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're not the <laughs> company. You let's 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 rock you out, right? And that way, if you switch directions or you want to do something else or something happens with that company, you have your brand. You have your Influence and those followers that you've worked so hard to create and have that and get their trust and those people will follow you and I think showing like you said pictures of other people pictures of you and maybe you and your husband they get to see more about Kay not just oh she, you know her product they get to know about you and they go oh cool I like her I like seeing her stuff I'm gonna I'm gonna watch to see what she posts next and then when you do share something it's because you genuinely are endorsing it. Like you love it. It's just like, oh, this great shade of lipstick. You know, no one's going, Oh, why is she telling me about this shade of lipstick? They're going, I want that shade of lipstick. So it just makes the whole situation so much more organic than being a direct sales rep.
1: Yes. And I think that people have to remember. Um, one thing that I always tell people is brand yourself. That's what you need to be branding. You're not branding a company, you're not branding anybody but yourself. Even if you have your own business that's not network marketing, you want to be branding yourself. Like mm-hmm. that's, that's first and foremost. Um, and, and what the products, the services, everything else that those are endorsements because at the end of the day, we are all influencers. We're all influencing somebody, you know, and it doesn't matter what you're selling or what you're trying to share, what you're trying to get people to buy. If they buy into you, they're going to support everything else that you're doing. So first you have to make yourself look like an actual human being. <laughs> no <laughs> one wants to see, you know, cliché pictures or, you know, um, you constantly talking about your product. If your page is filled with product, you know, product pictures, you need to just delete that. Like you just need to start over. If your yes. username has the name of your company in it, you just need to start over. Like that's, that's so bad for business and people are not going to buy. And I'm pretty sure you you're noticing that you're noticing that people are not buying and it's because they don't know who you are, you know, right. um, We live in a great time right now with network marketing in particular, because a lot of people want to buy from a actual person. They don't Mm want to go to the store that, you know, they don't want to go and, you know, just go on Amazon. They want to know that their friends or someone they know supports this brand. That's why reviews are so important because people want to know that other people, you know, are endorsing this. So you want to make sure that you are a credible source for people and that's what you want to become and the only way to do that is for people to get to know you personally which is you know sharing what you feel comfortable with i don't i don't suggest people share everything but share what makes you feel comfortable and just little things about you if people look at my instagram or if they look you know if they look at my stories and instagram stories if you guys aren't using that it's a game changer yeah. um <laughs> but- Yes. So um but you want like if people look at me they'll know like oh she's addicted to cereal. And it's amazing because when people mm-hmm. see cereal and stuff like that they send it to me. And that's <laughs> like it's so crazy. But like that we're making friends, you're building relationships, you're getting people to actually know you. And you're not being fake about it. Like you genuinely want people to know you because it's the only way they're going to support you. And so branding yourself is going to be so Crucial to building any kind of business, um, but especially when you want to build a, a you know a network marketing business or your own personal business outside of that, um, people have to know you in order to support you. Like I, I just I can't say that enough. Like branding yourself is going to be key.
0: Yes, I love that. I totally agree with you one hundred and ten percent too. <laughs> so important. Well, thank you. I mean, gosh, you just gave so much content. I'm like, okay, when can we schedule again? <laughs> So I'm pumped and I know my girls are going to be pumped too because well, we're very aligned in our beliefs and I think that it helps them to hear it not just from me. Um, but I'm sure they're going to want to check you out too. So can you share how people can find you on social media?
1: Yes. Okay. So on my social media, I go by Mrs. K, K-A-Y Hillman. Um, and that's H-I-L-L-M-A-N. And that's another thing with usernames, guys. Make sure it's something easy <laughs> for you, yes. for people to say and to look up. Um, so yeah, so you can find me on Instagram at Mrs. K Hillman, um, or you can find me on, um, what is that other one? Facebook. <laughs> I always forget okay. about Facebook. <laughs> and Facebook, you can, you can find me at K Flukas Hillman.
0: Okay. Awesome. And your website, is it Mrs. K-H.com? Yes. Okay. So you guys can go to her website too. Well, thank you so much for being on and being my first podcast guest. I appreciate it.
1: Happy to be here. This was so awesome.
0: Okay, good. All right. Well, we'll talk to you next time. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. All right, everybody. Well, I hope you love it as much as I did. So share some love. Make sure you post a review message me let me know how you liked Kay's interview and we'll get her back on here so until next time you guys go out there crush your goals and create the life of your dreams